Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey, hello there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Burt Not Ernie Show podcast, all about getting the promises of God into the people of God where they belong and helping you to remember who you are according to God's word and also reminding you who you're not because you know what? We don't need to live like somebody God never meant for us to be. Ain't nobody got time for that for sure. This is episode number 46 and I'm going to hit the ground running with it today. Um, Revelation, Revelation chapter 22 verses 3 through 5 and I am going to read from the New Living Translation and just so you know, This is um, a little snippet today that I pulled out of my new book, The Power of the Will. Get it? You know, I'm always talking about that word will and God's promises. It's a 40-day devotional about the promises of God, and I chose verses that contain the word will in them. You know why if you've listened to the show before. If you haven't, um, I'll tell you why, because when God says will, Boy, betcha by golly, wow, he surely will. Won't he? Won't he do it? Yes, he will. So today's verse has the word will in it a handful of times, or verses, I should say. I think we're looking at three verses. And um, I also wanted to mention right from the get-go, I am being interviewed live. So normally I speak and, you know, in the virtual world, when I send out a conference session or something, it's all kind of pre-recorded because live is is a big challenge. I did a live prayer retreat thing in August for like two days. I think it was nine sessions of speaking and praying, and it was a lot for me to do that live nine times. So um, an old homeschool friend of mine is hosting a live event for moms tomorrow morning, Saturday, December 12th. Uh, go to MessyMomsSuccess.com if you're interested. There's a free option, of course, paid options where you get more goodies and things. And I'm going to be interviewed tomorrow morning live at 1030 a.m. Central Time. So I'm uh, pretty excited about that. Normally don't do the whole live thing. But, you know, we're in a new world as moms and we have got to encourage one another. And I've just learned a few things from homeschooling five kids for 25 years, learned some things that really saved my bacon. They blessed me. So I'm just going to be sharing some things that are down to earth, real world, helpful things for all the moms. I don't care if you are the parent of one one month old or 10 children. It, it doesn't matter. It will be helpful to you. So uh, share the information about it. It's MessyMomSuccess.com. And uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. So I hope that I hope that people are blessed. Same thing that I'm always talking about that I was reading this morning. Man, I'm just rabbit trailing today. But hey, that's all right. Two podcasts in one week. And it's the month of December in the year of 2020. I guess I can rabbit trail a little bit. But I just want to... Um, make mention of the fact that I was in Ephesians chapter four this morning, and that talks about spiritual gifts. And it was just such a reminder that whatever gift you have been given, 
Whatever gift you, I'm talking to you right now, you with your earbuds in, whatever gift you have been given, it is for the purpose of edifying and building up other people, other Christians, people within the body. That's what it's for. And uh, so I guess I'm kind of excited and passionate today because I just had this like, this uh, like cold water thrown in your face kind of moment of like, man, I've got to make sure that I get excited about edifying and building up the body with whatever spiritual gifts the Lord has given me and to encourage other people to do the same. So when I talk about things like, you know, I'm going to be speaking at this conference, I could, I could care less if it's my name on there, or I just want Jesus's name on there. I've been given something by the Lord. I'm going to give an account for it in the future when I stand before him. I'm either going to have something of substance that remains where I made an actual difference in people's actual lives, or it's going to be Hubble, uh, Hubble, Hubble, that's a telescope, hay and stubble, and it's just going to burn up. So man, am I good at mixing up words and inventing new words or what? It was thunk on episode 45, episode 46. I combined hay and stubble and said Hubble. At least it's a word, right? Okay. So that's where my passion comes from. Like I want to live my life well. Mentally, I've broken my life down into quarters and the first quarter obviously is done and it, I just took a hundred years. I know I may not live to be a hundred, but that's just, I said, Lord, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to break it down into quarters. Here's what I learned from the first 25. I'm rolling up on ending the second quarter. So man, help me to finish. And I often think how many years, how many months are left in my second quarter? And then I pray through the third and fourth quarter and I want to live well all the way to the end of the fourth quarter. I don't think I need to have a quitting mentality. I want to have a uh, serving the Lord and loving other people and serving that mentality. So that's why I talk about the things that I'm a part of because um, I ju- I'm going to give an account. And so are you. And I just want people to be blessed. So, and also do it out of love, whatever you do. If you read in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we call that the love chapter. Right before it, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and right after it, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, those are all about spiritual gifts. Do you think it was an accident that Paul put a whole chapter on love right in between talking about spiritual gifts? So if you want to know more about your gifts and how to use them to benefit others and to glorify the Lord and to just really feel fulfilled in your life, Ephesians chapter 4, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. So I feel like I give you homework every time I get on here, but... um I don't know. Can you tell I get passionate about God's word? I really do. That's probably not going to change. Man, I hope it doesn't change. Jesus, don't let that change all the way until my last breath. Please, Lord, let me stay passionate about your word and to remind other people that every promise you made, Lord, it's for them and it's true for them. Okay, I'm going to read it. Revelation 22 verses 3, 4, and 5 from the New Living Translation. No longer will there be a curse upon anything, for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there, and his servants will worship him, and they will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads, and there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign forever and ever. Yeah, uh, I heard that word will. Let me see. One, um, two, three, four, five, six seven, eight, eight times in those verses. This is a whopper of a promise from God. And it's for us. It's for us. We are living in scary, crazy, turbulent times. And we know if you've read the end of the book, it gets worse before it gets better. We know who wins in the end. But this is written for us in these times. That's why I say that we're living in wonky times. This is for us. Okay, so grab hold of this. Grab hold of this. This is your word today. Okay. 
Talk about having something amazing and wonderful and fabulous to look forward to. We do. We do more than anybody else in the world Christians do. We have a lot to look forward to. If we have ever needed a reminder of what our future holds, it's now, right now, N-O-W, now. We need it now. These words, these verses from the book of Revelation are a fabulous reminder. They're timely. It's so important that we have what God wants us to have in the moment he wants us to have it. And right now, a timely reminder of what's coming in our future will help us to endure what's going on in our world right now, the heaviness that we might be feeling or experiencing, right? So so that's the point of um, revelation should always spur us on to renewed faith, to more hope, to love others better. It should always do that because we know that we know that we know that everything that is stated in the book of Revelation is absolutely going to come to pass for us. And this is our future. And it's amazing. So the only thing that's standing between us and these promises coming to pass is time, T-I-M-E, time. There's, There's nothing else standing in the way. Since our God holds all of time in his hands, then even the fact that there's just a matter of, of, of seeming delay, a time delay before they come to happen. We don't we still don't have anything to fear. The only thing standing in the way of this coming to pass in our lives is time, and our God holds all of time in his hands, so we literally have zero zip nothing not a there's nothing for us to fear as we wait for this future to unfold and it's a glorious future for us. So that means we need to wait with expectancy because it's exciting. It's exciting. One day every bit of struggle and all the heartache is is going to be gone. It's going to be under the blood of Jesus and it's going to be washed away. And we're going to live renewed in ways that we can't be renewed on this planet. And this is just one tiny aspect of the huge number of promises that are in these verses, the little passage that I read for today. Um, we, you know, I don't want to go too quickly past these verses, but there's a lot here. So if you want to do your own little study, please open up Revelation 22 and just prayerfully read it and see what the Holy Spirit would speak to you. And he will, he will speak to you. I can, I can guarantee it. He's always speaking and he always wants to speak more. He's a good God. He's a good God. Our Holy Spirit is our counselor and he's perfect in that role. So he wants to counsel you from the word of God today about things in your life today. He's a very relational and relevant God. There's no like far off in the distance kind of, oh, uh, maybe that's for in the future. That was in the past. No, the Holy Spirit is your God for right now, for today. Um, You know, this world that we live in that is um, broken has such need of redemption. And God's word has 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 an impact that it wants to make from, you know, the bedroom to the boardroom, so to speak, from the drum roll of a brand new baby's birth to the death knoll, uh, the death knell, not knoll. Knoll is a word. That's the wrong word. The death knell that comes at the end of someone's life. God's word's going to leave its mark. God's word's going to leave its mark. So let's be willing to be marked people and then to go out and make a difference in a hurting in a hurting world. So, you know, there's going to be a day when we step out from under the curse of living in a falling, fallen world and we feel the weight of it just slip right off of us. And uh, that's going to be marvelous. But for now, let's encourage people that that's their hope as well. It's not just our hope. It can be their hope, too, because Jesus wants that for every single person on this planet. Um. You know, the curse that began in the Garden of Eden is going to be undone. And the reason will be because the throne of God and the throne of the Lamb, that's Jesus, will be in the place where we will be. 
in the presence of the Lord, there's freedom. So when we are in eternity, in that perfect place with Jesus, there will be such freedom because wherever the presence of the Lord is, there is freedom. The curse's power is going to be stripped away. And you can read about that in Revelation 5 verses 8 through 14. I'm not just pulling this stuff out of a hat. This is, I'm pulling it out of God's word. And that means it's true. When God says will, man, won't he do it? It's it's not just that the curse that of living in a fallen world won't be there anymore. It cannot be there. Not that oh, it won't be there. It can't be there. Jesus's finished work as the Lamb of God guarantees that no implication of the curse can be there in eternity. This is a massive promise. It gives us tremendous hope. We're going to see the Lord. We're going to see his face. We're going to see his face. That's incredible. That's incredible because there are more than just a couple of Bible passages that tell us nobody can see the face of the Lord and live. Um, Exodus 30, verse 20, John 1, 18, Acts 7, 32. There's just a few of them. We're going to see him, though. That's what this verse promises us. What an amazing moment that will be. And when we see him face to face, uh, yeah, I think we're just going to fall face down. We're going to hit the ground in reverence and worship. I can't even imagine what it'll be like. I just know that I don't. I'm not going to be standing and you won't either. You know, it's going to be such a profound, powerful moment when we see the holiness of God for real, up close and personal, we will be worshiping. Absolutely. We'll be worshiping. His, his name is going to be written on our foreheads. Um, how much, how dearly, how much must he love us to inscribe his very own name on us? And just claim us as his own with all of our messed up, jacked up junk. He still does that. He claims us as his own. We have the seal of the Holy Spirit stamped upon us. That's Ephesians 1.13. And I just wonder if maybe that seal might be kind of like a mark that's hinting at what's to come. Like maybe, maybe the mark of the Holy Spirit, the seal of the Holy Spirit on us is more visible in the spiritual realm than we can imagine. And uh, that we are, we are already marked as those who belong to him. Satan sees it in the spiritual world. They see it. And then it's just going to be made visible when we get to eternity. That mark will be clear for all to see. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be, it's going to be a great day when your mark is made clear in, in the heavenly realms. Jesus is the light of the world, John 8, 12 says. And at Christmas time, we talk about that more than maybe other times of the year. Jesus is the light of the world. He declared that to be the truth in John chapter 8. And his light, when we get to heaven, it's going to shine with astounding brightness. It's going to be so bright that there won't even be need for the sun. Think on that for a minute. The light of Jesus will be so bright, there'll be no need for the sun. Can you even imagine? Like there will be nothing hidden in eternity. There will be no dark corners for something to lurk and lie in wait to kind of jump out and get you. There will be total illumination. And where there is total illumination, there is total freedom and total peace. Jesus never leaves us in darkness. How beautiful is that promise? All of these promises from this passage in Revelation chapter 22, all of them contain that wonderful word, will. They're all for us. They're ours in Christ. What a wonderful Christmas gift we get. Just in the, just You just take just these few sentences from the Bible, and if that was all we had, that'd be the greatest Christmas gift we could ever get as believers, just that these amazing pro- promises. They're, they're so vast, they're so rich, and they're so for you. How could God not be for you? 
when he's made promises like this that reveal how for you he is. He couldn't be any more for you. These promises are yours in Christ Jesus, your Lord, today, today. So my hope and my prayer for you today during this busy month of December is that you would live with eternity in mind and that you would be encouraged as you continue to wait patiently for this glorious day to come to pass. I'm going to read the verses one more time, and then I'm going to um, wrap it up because two podcasts in one week is a lot, and it's Christmas, and this one's shorter, but um, just because it's a shorter podcast episode doesn't mean you can't still spend the time you would have spent investing and listening and spend that time just worshiping the Lord. Maybe put on some uh, Christmas music, like the classic worship type Christmas songs where we just adore Jesus and uh, reflect on on these verses. Revelation 22, 3 through 5, New Living Translation. No longer will there be a curse upon anything, for the throne of God and the Lamb will be there, and his servants will worship him, and they will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads, and there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever. Wow, how great is that? I hope you're having a blessed Christmas season. Merry Christmas to you from the very bottom of my heart. I'll be back here next week. I think the only time I'll take off in December might be Christmas week. Um, I might try to get a couple of episodes recorded early, but um, if I'm not here Christmas week, it's because I'm doing what the Lord would want me to do and worshiping him, enjoying his presence, and loving on my family. And I hope you can do the same, no matter what things look like for you. Financially, if you're nervous about what's coming in the new year, if you're undergoing something with your health or other stressors, worship him today and remember the promise of Revelation 22. And I really do hope you will check out the link, MessyMomSuccess.com, or just, you know, type that in on your phone and and uh, if, if you're not a mom at this stage in the game that needs this, maybe you could share that with somebody who you think could use a little encouragement, blessing, uh, just some, um, maybe even just a couple of hours doing something momish for the mom tomorrow in the midst of the busy December season. You never know what difference it might make. So be sure to share it. And don't forget, you have spiritual gifts. You have spiritual gifts. Ephesians 4, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 say it's true, and so it is true. And they're meant to be a blessing to the body, to people who don't know Christ yet, of course, but also to those within the church. Don't forget that aspect of it. Often we think of evangelism and reaching those who don't know the Lord. And it's good to remember, and I'm so thankful that the Apostle Paul reminds us repeatedly, it's like this is on repeat, that our giftings are to edify and build up the body. That's what discipleship is. It's all of us doing our part and being a healthy body knit together. So encourage somebody, seek the Lord, ask him what your giftings are and ask him how he wants you to use them for his glory. Because I promise you, he has a marvelous plan for your life that will bless you. Yes, but it's going to bless other people as well. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me. God bless you. And I will see you back here next week for episode number 47. All right. Bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.